Hello everyone, today is July 10th, 2015. I'm your podcast host, client manager John Niggle of InTouch Manufacturing Services. InTouch is an American-owned quality control company headquartered in Shenzhen, China that specializes in everything from product inspections to factory audits, social compliance, and sourcing. My guest today is George Huang. He is a native of China, moved to the U.S. when he was nine, graduated recently from University of Nevada, Reno, and he's going to be talking to us a little bit about his first-hand experiences at the factory. Most recently, we talked to Umberto Pimentel, who had some interesting things to say about his experiences, so I thought I'd bring George on board and see what he had to say. So welcome, George. Hey, how's it going? It's going well. So uh, actually, you had mentioned that you had visited a factory before in China. So can you tell us a little bit about your experience with that one? Maybe uh, what kind of products did they make? What were the conditions like? That sort of thing. Yeah. uh, When I was interning in China last summer of 2014, uh, I actually interned for a clothing company uh, who who specializes in school uniforms. And so during my internship there, I was sent to the factory to learn about the supply chain. And the conditions were better than what I expected. Uh, Coming from the United States, obviously, there's everybody has a perspective on what Chinese factories look like. Um, It wasn't obviously as bad as, you know, what uh, the media makes sweatshops out to look like, but it's a pretty well-regulated factory. Um, The safety places, uh, they have safety checks Every everybody has their own stations, and you know they move it in a certain way, where they get the most, the best value, basically. Okay, yeah, I, I mentioned to to you earlier, and I talked with Umberto when we had him on um, about how there's such a polarity in terms of the public perception in America about factories, and it seems like everyone either thinks that it's Foxconn where people are jumping off the roof constantly of these factories, or at the opposite end of the spectrum somewhat they're completely unsafe working conditions and we're hearing uh various labor violations there so did you sort of have that perception before your first factory visit as well yeah for sure the thing about my perception of chinese factories is always i i knew that there were different sorts of factories and different uh, safety standards depending on what kind of products are being made but uh, after you know, after going to the factories myself uh, during this month for my training and everything else, uh, there were some different uh, expectations and but and also different results. Okay, great. So since starting with InTouch, you've had the opportunity to go to I think five or six factories at this point. A couple, it sounds like, were located in Dongguan, and uh, the remainder were scattered across Shenzhen. And with that, you've seen several product inspections. You've seen a supplier review. Can you tell me sort of what types of products were made at these factories that you visited? Uh, yeah, sure. Um, the first couple uh, mainly involved products made from plastic. So the company were making basically anything that you want to make with plastic. But the products I checked were basically promotional uh, hotel drawers basically uh, that held you know products and then later we went to go we also checked uh, sporting goods Uh, i also got to see uh, tablet factories and also wood shops things like that okay great so you're going into all these different kinds of factories that make various types of products 
And I would imagine that there were some surprises for you. What sort of jumped out is at you as being sort of the biggest surprise seeing these factories, something that you didn't expect to see? Uh, like I said before, I held very different expectations going into factories that made different products. And I think the biggest surprise to me were uh, products made from wood and the factory conditions in there. Um, I, I, you know, I expected uh, a place with, you know, power tools, some, something su- that dangerous to have better working conditions, you know, more precautionary measures. But it seemed like the wood factories were the messiest of them all. Um, there were sawdust all over the ground. The lighting was terrible. People were sitting on little plastic chairs. They weren't wearing goggles and, you know, no safety equipments whatsoever. And then there were also kids within the area. They were not really working the machinery, but they were helping with some of the other measures like uh, dusting off uh, the finished products, things like that. And it was just very surprising to me. So you saw some younger kids working in the factory as well to some extent. How old were they, would you estimate? They were really young. I mean, this is during the summertime, so all the kids were out from school. So I I would say they're probably around 10 to 11 to 12 maybe. Wow. Okay. Yeah, that that uh that's you know, that's not a situation that's um too rare to see as suppliers uh hiring kids that are are too young to be working. Um so normally what we would do what we would tell people to do in the states because you know, we we find out about child labor violations, um other labor violations is that they perform a an audit of the factory namely for social compliance where they can sort of go in and verify IDs and um, interview workers and find out sort of what the situation is in terms of age groups being hired at the factory. So I think it sounds like that would be something pertinent for the for the manufacturer to do is to audit their suppliers for that kind of thing to make sure that doesn't become a persistent problem. Would you agree with that? Yeah, I think that would be the best uh, route for the client to take in this case. Okay. Yeah, my next question is is really about the supplier review. I mean, you, you talked a little bit before about, uh, I talked a little bit before, sorry, with Umberto about um, a supplier review that he went on and how conditions there were uh, somewhat appalling uh, for various reasons. And also the, the treatment from factory staff was not altogether welcoming and not so cooperative as with the product inspection that he went on. Would you Would you sort of say that your experience with the supplier review was similar to that? Yeah. After I went through a couple inspections, I went to a supplier review. And the treatment uh, we got, I wouldn't say was extremely different, but it felt a lot more impersonal. And the individual who, um, you know, was there to manage our supplier review uh, refused to provide, you know, a a lot of the information that we needed. You know, making up excuses like, oh, um, our boss is in today and he has the right to say who gets to see this or not. And or, you know, it's in the computer of our tech department, but they're not here today either. So we can't get to that information. Basically, just making any kind of excuse to avoid us being able to check their licenses. Okay, and as I understand it, the that particular factory failed the audit because of that reason. Is that right? Yeah, um, they failed to give us a business license. Um, so we cannot pass a business who fails to do that. Right. Yeah. And the supplier review is, is um, it's based on ISO 9000 standards and it's really important. It's an important process in terms of sourcing, finding suppliers, identifying qualified suppliers. And it's a, it's an important screening process. 
to sort of determine if they're professional, if if they're capable of manufacturing the product at the quality standards and quantity that you want. And it's definitely a red flag to see a supplier that's not cooperative, whether it be submitting uh, financial statements or business license, export license, or any other documentation that you need to see to know if this is a factory that you want to work with. And it sounds like you got a little bit of a, you got, you felt some tension when you were in the factory as well, dealing with that particular rep. Is that right? Yeah. Um, even though they were trying to uh, seem friendly, you could tell that there was a sort of a distance between what they wanted to say and what they're actually saying. Okay. So I want to thank uh, my guest, client manager, George Huang, for joining me for today's broadcast. So thank you, George. No problem. And uh, I want to thank our audience for tuning in and remind you guys to check us out on Facebook, become a fan, follow us on LinkedIn, check out our YouTube channel. We've got some videos there, including on-site inspections and interviews with some QC experts. Also, follow us on Twitter and Google+. And if you'd like to get in touch with us directly, you can drop us a line on our company website. That is www.intouchquality.com. Thank you.